Welcome in, everybody, to Pac-12 Football and Beyond. It's week four game previews, all the breakdowns. We're going to get into some intriguing matchups, particularly one that I especially have my eye out on. We're going to also, obviously, we have uh, even greater detailed film room breakdown and analysis of all the games inside the Pac-12 and every other conference over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out. Get a coaching and scouting perspective inside the film room to break down all of these games, giving you the insights that you can't get anywhere else. So take advantage of the football season sale now. It's the best deal we got going. Also, a reminder, um, if you want to just try it out for a month, you can do that as well. Uh, Either way, we think you'll love it. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Look, it's as simple as this. It's like having your own coaching and scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. So make sure that you do check it out. Uh, We think you'll love it. Also, uh, subscribe, like, and share the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Um, Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, which will get you all the football shows, college, NFL, that we have. Subscribe, like, and share that. Um, If you like just a particular conference like the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or the ACC, the Big 10, the SEC, sign up for SEC Football and Beyond. Big Ten football and beyond. Uh, And again, subscribe, like, and share. So we've got some intriguing matchups. One of them that I am not all that excited about just because of the way Colorado is playing is the Bruins going to Boulder Field to play Colorado. Folks, Colorado, looking at the film, you it's hard to put into words how bad they are without being cruel. And I don't want to do that. That's not the purpose. The defense is bad. The offense is worth. Uh, neither side can do anything on third downs. The points aren't there. The run defense is the worst in the nation. Other than that, I mean, you know, how did you like the play, Mrs. Lincoln? I mean, it is awful. It is beyond awful. They're playing a lot of young guys, and I get that. But, boy, they, they're just – now, UCLA is not playing well. They're kind of fumbling around a little bit, not literally, but figuratively – they needed a minor miracle to survive against South Alabama. It got off the rough start against Bowling Green. But you just, I'm going to be honest with you, those two teams look like a greater threat than Colorado. Run the football. Keep running it. Use Dorian Thompson Robinson on third downs. If you don't beat yourself, UCLA, you'll win this game though any way you want to win it. But, you know, you have to look at those two games and say, UCLA, if you play poorly, anything can happen. Uh, they've not played well. The st- statistical analysis of this, of this team is not all that bad, but they really struggled to put away South Alabama. Again, 32-31. The downfield passing game is not good. The run defense didn't hold like hold up like it should have last week. The secondary allowed uh, South Alabama receivers to connect on a lot of mid-range passers. Um, is there anything going good with, with Colorado? The secondary, considering the fact that they're awful and people are just running the football on them, the secondary hasn't been as bad, mainly because people are not throwing it enough on them. Um, I do think UCLA is going to run it. That's the formula. I mean, Minnesota's just torched them. Um, it's a different look, a not a power look. So we'll see if UCLA can run it as well. TCU was able to hit on their throws. Minnesota was able to do it some too when they weren't teeing off on the run game. It's um, 
look, this is uh, Calderell. You know, that's his school. UCLA is now coaching at Colorado. Uh, he needs a big time performance in a big way. The lines of scrimmage are struggling too much. UCLA, if you don't win this game by 20, you're just not doing it right. Um, we got more details on this one over at Landry Football. Oregon at Washington State. You know, Oregon is two and one. You know, the one was that loss to the uh, dominant looking Georgia team. Washington State is three and out. Um, y- you know that Oregon has looked a lot better since the Georgia game. A, they're not playing Georgia every week. B, they're looking better. Broader Eastern Washington, uh, very impressive. Dominant win over B- BYU last week. The offense has been balanced over the last two weeks. Bo Nix has been solid. The running backs are getting big chunks. The line of scrimmage is playing like I thought it might. You're starting to see this young staff um, of, of starting to gel and, and get a feel for it. Um, Dan Lanning's a good coach. He's put together a good staff, but they're young and they're inexperienced, including the head coach. The offensive front has yet to allow a sack. I blasted away. Um against a strong defensive BYU front, and it's going to grind away on this Washington State team. Uh, for Washington State, look, the, the, the Oregon's running game is good, and the offensive line is good, but they're not as tough or physical as Wisconsin's, and they went on the road and beat that team. Washington State was able to hold up just fine against that bullying, bully ball type game, and it's a tough offense and, and, a, and a great defense. It, it wasn't pretty, but it found a way. Uh, Wazoo can pull this off by keeping everything moving. As good as this Oregon defense might be, it's not able to maybe come up with enough third down stops, perhaps. Georgia hit 9 of 10. Eastern Washington and BYU were able to connect. Washington State has been tough enough on defense. Cameron Ward is a good enough quarterback to pull this off if Oregon doesn't play their best. Oregon is better than what they've played thus far. Oregon is better than Wisconsin. Um, Oregon's got a better defense than Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin is not playing their typical defense. The Ducks have settled in a little bit. They've got more skill position playmakers like Oregon. Enough to cover the seven. What's the over and under look like? Check out over at LandryFootball.com. We're going to have those answers for you there. Arizona's at Cal. That's going to be on the Pac-12 network at 530 Eastern Time, Cal Memorial Stadium in Berkeley. The Arizona win over North Dakota State was big. I think everybody understands that because everybody knows what North Dakota State is. That's really good. Um, the Wildcats held up. They didn't turn the ball over. They got hit with one penalty. Flags haven't been a problem. I'm impressed. Not overly impressed with this coaching staff, but I got to say, keeping those turnovers and penalty numbers down is really good. They lost a, high, a very good Mississippi State team and its passing game. The secondary has been pretty good. Um, the, the Cal ground game is not playing very well. Cal was with, went within a bobble ball away from being three and up. Uh, it, it, uh, would have taken Notre Dame to overtime, but they had a chance there. The Cal offense is yet to lose a fumble. They aren't enough penalties to really matter. Two interceptions, uh, didn't make a difference. Arizona might be good, but, uh, it needs help with a few breaks. It's, uh, Arizona is one of the worst punting units. And so field position is going to be a factor. Does Cal have enough offense to push through? Mississippi State is one of the best passing games, and it got it done against the Wildcats. 
North Dakota State is one of the best offenses in the FCS, and it made an interesting with a uh, close to 300 yards. Cal was able to throw the wall well on UC Davis and UNLV, but Arizona is a little bit more efficient than those two. Don't think they're going to be fireworks. Don't think they're going to be a ton of games here. I'm leaning under. I'm not sure about that. It's 49 and a half. Check out LandryFootball.com to see where I'm going to go with this game. Can Cal get it done at home? Is Arizona uh, a little bit better offensively? Got the answers for you at LandryFootball.com. Hey, you've got, I think, an intriguing matchup. We've got USC at Oregon State. 9.30 Pac-12 Network. Excited about this one. 9.30 Eastern Time in Riser Stadium in Corvallis. Nothing is slowing down this USC offense. Cable William is in total command. Uh, the running game <clears throat> stepped up against Fresno State. There was balance in that 45-17 win. And I think they can score against a lot of folks. Um, Oregon State needed a late score to survive uh, against Fresno. And, and UCL and USC drubbed them. Uh, the transitive property doesn't always work there, but it is something to consider. Oregon State has a well-coached offense to hit the defensive front hard, but the pass rush isn't there. D don't get any pressure on Williams, and he's going to score a bunch of points. And can you be balanced on offense if, US if USC scores a bunch of points early? Well, the answer is no, you can't. Oregon State's offense, again, well-coached. They're playing well. They've got good balance. They can run the football. Chance Nolan is, is having some success throwing the football downfield. Um, it's going to be a ground attack that's going to have to take over. They're going to have to hold on defensively, and they're going to have to run the football on offense, and they're going to have to be super efficient. Um, so, look, USC's given up 4.8 yards a carry. Rice, Stanford, Fresno ran the football on them. Oregon State can get the one-two punch if Deshaun Fenwick and Damian Martez, Mart uh, Martinez going here. But and to keep that USC offense off the field, that's what you have to do. Um, the defensive front of the Trojans are having some problems against the run, but they can rush the passer. Oregon State's offensive front has been really good in pass protection, been strong for the run game. It's going to have to play their best game. It's going to be a lot of energy. It's going to be a toughest challenge for USC. Can Oregon State pull the upset? I've got further thoughts on this on Landry football. You might be a little bit surprised where I'm going here. Uh, got a thought on the over and under, and it's a five-and-a-half-point spread, USC favorite. We've got further thoughts, again, over at LandryFootball.com. Hey, Utah's at Oregon State. Um. We know the story with Arizona, uh, excuse me, let's say Utah is at Arizona State. Um, still got Oregon State on my mind. We know what happened at Arizona State with Herm Edwards. Um, look, this is a, an Arizona State a team that's not playing well. It's not well coached. It's a disaster on third down. They don't have a passing game. Pass rush, not doing very well. Utah, well coached. Passing game is developing. No, they didn't get it done against Florida, but this is a problem. Sean Agano takes over for Arizona State. Look, Arizona State have some playmakers. Emory Jones is a good playmaker. Valade is a good back. The defensive front has an ability to play better than he did against Eastern Michigan. 
But, you know, you're going to get punched in the mouth by Utah. They're not going to get cute. Cam Rising in the passing game is going to be functional. They're going to run the football. They're going to control the clock. Arizona State's going to come out with effort. But Utah's going to win, and I think probably win going away. Maybe you get that first game juice of a new interim head coach, but I don't think it's going to be enough here. Stanford goes to Washington. Husky Stadium in Seattle. Part of running game worked pretty well against USC for stretches anyway. It ripped apart Colgate, but that was expected. Then against the Trojan D, it kept bashing away with 221 yards, three scores. Offensive line looked better than it had in years. The pass rush was solid in the first two games. Tanner McKee is accurate enough passer to take advantage of this Washington defense that's kind of concentrate on uh, Emmett Smith's son, E.J. Smith, and the running game. Team has played only two games, but the penalties haven't been there. Just seven and two games. The kicking game has been solid. For Washington, um, you know, I look at it this way. Stanford has fumbled it away six times in the first two games. Gave up nine turnovers in all. Washington defense isn't doing enough to take the ball away. Uh, Caleb Williams and USC ended up throwing for close to 350 yards. Um, I think you're going to see Michael Penix have a, a show in this game against Stanford. Uh, the Huskies win over Michigan State was really good. I know Michigan State can't cover. It was a dominant performance. Penix continued to bomb away. Um, I think they do it again. I think that uh, – unless they turn the football over in a large amount and give Stanford short fields. I, I just I don't think there's much of a chance here. I think Washington wins, potentially big, but I've got some final over and under thoughts and a pick against the spread here over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out. Hey, that's a look at the Pac-12 games for the weekend. A reminder that we've got more detailed film room breakdowns of all of these games, not just in the Pac-12, but every conference, including Group of Five, uh, over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out. You get a coaching, scouting film room analysis um, that's easy to understand and uh, gives you a good feel for these teams and these players and these games. Uh, we'll review it for you after the games are over as well from inside the film room. So you can get all of that with our football season sale at LandryFootball.com. Look, it's $69, $69.99 a year. A great opportunity to take advantage of the football season, take advantage of recruiting, the draft, free agency, college football, NFL. We've got it all for you there. So take advantage of it. If you want to try it out for a month, do that as well. That's $9.99. What do you got to lose? You get great information there. We think you'll absolutely love it. We hope you love this show on the YouTube channel, the Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and share Off the Hook Sports YouTube channel. Uh, please do that for us. That way we can continue to give you more great college football content like this. If you like this content, you like the NFL content we can provide for you, please sign up for the Landry Football Podcast Network. You get all of our shows there. Subscribe, like, and share uh, if you would uh, there. And if you like this show, if you're a Pac-12 fan, you're a Big 12 fan, you're an SEC fan, sign up for Pac-12 football and beyond, SEC football and beyond, ACC football and beyond, whatever the case may be. Subscribe, like, and share. Hey, enjoy the games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Got some intriguing matchups. We're going to be here to break it down for you at LandryFootball.com and on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So enjoy the games, and we'll talk with you soon.